People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle, a.k.a. your favorite hood philosopher. I'm hoping I don't get interrupted while I'm recording this. I have a lot to say. Um, and before I even get to it, I am just really surprised with myself because I subscribe to the Zeus Network for one more chance. Chance is doing another love reality show and I had to take it back. Like, Flavor of Love used to be my shit. That branched off into New York, all that, like... That was like the start of reality TV. And I need a little balance in my life. So I'm going to fuck with that just because that nigga is funny as hell. So I downloaded it for that, but I never even watched the episode yet. I still got to catch the episode. Um, But I ended up watching the Ray J and Princess, the conversation. And when I saw like all the social media press behind it when it happened, I'm like, I don't want to watch that. That looks like some love and hip-hop type shit, whatever. Like, they just doing that, blah, blah, blah. So I just happened to watch it today. But I picked that bitch apart in my own fucking way. And once again, me being the queen of I can see both sides, the duality and shit, that I really love that about myself is that I can always see both sides. So the name of today's episode is The Flaws. So I want to talk about how I feel like it's super easy to be able to see a situation from the outside looking in. So of course, yeah, niggas like, yeah, you all have a lot to say because that ain't your relationship, blah, 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 whatever. But when you look at it from the outside, you understand it better. You understand it better when you look at it from the outside looking in. So like I said, I could agree with both sides. I'm not about to run down the whole story of what happened because if you don't know then you don't fucking know but I feel like the important parts of it are that like people in relationships find clever little ways to manipulate things to their advantage you know what I'm saying so I'm not choosing either side I'm not saying princess I'm 100% with you girl blah 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 like no but I'm also not 100% with Ray J either but I can see both sides and I see how both men and women manipulate situations to their advantage um it was just very clear to see so one of the main things (laughs) for Ray J was that princess was saying that she was stranded and abandoned when they went to Las Vegas or whatever and in a way she was I could see why she said that I understand what she meant but the way that she worded it she manipulated people to believe that because when you say when you said that you stranded or you mean that somebody abandoned you 
you, I, I, I am literally thinking like, dang, that nigga left her on the side of the road. The car was fucked up. She, you know what I'm saying? That's what I think when I hear the word stranded. If somebody called me and say, I'm stranded, nigga, you on the freeway. You on the lines like, bitch, come get, I, I, my car fucked up. So that's what stranded means to me. So not technically being stranded and abandoned, but also being a woman. I understand what it means to be eight months pregnant and to be left alone with a one-year-old not saying that that happened to me but emotionally and just all of that she kept talking about how you know in that moment I didn't feel protected by my husband she could have went into labor at any minute you know what I'm saying so in a situation like that where you didn't block me on social media you didn't block me period I can't get in contact with you if something happens to me you're not gonna know because I'm blocked so you know what I'm saying I understand it from both sides um and then it was a big thing because she kept saying, well, I, I came back and I clarified it. I clarified it. And it's like, yeah, you, <laughs> bitch, you tried to clean it up. But like he said, the damage has already been done. You've already said what you said. So, like, I think that women manipulate things by saying things a certain way. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think that when you know a person or if you in a relationship with a person, you know certain ways to press buttons. You know it's you. You know it's a certain way to get something out of a person. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like she really did that in a way where it was like, I know what you mean, but you ain't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but in another breath, I feel like women like for things to be said a certain type of way so that we are reassured in a situation. So with her. She had an issue with, like, he went missing for days or whatever, you know, whatever. And he was like, well, I was just waiting on you to say that you was going home, and then I was going to go home, too. So she like, you weren't waiting on me. You, you were not waiting on me to call. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot what she said, but, like, she wanted him to technically be waiting on her like to be at a room like twiddling his his thumbs you know what i'm saying like i'm waiting on princess to say you know what i'm saying so it'd be little shit like that and i and i'm because women we petty as fuck so i already knew what she meant by that like he like i was waiting she's like no you weren't so for a nigga to not technically be waiting on you you was upset um i think one of the issues with ray j um, or an issue that she had with Ray J was like, I felt like he was doing a lot of deflecting. One thing that really pissed her off was that <laughs> when they first sat down, you know, he wanted to be super detailed and specific about every aspect of what happened when they was in Vegas. So he ain't talking about something. Yeah, we was at the grocery store. I was holding Melody. She's like, I don't give a fuck about the the specific details. You know what I'm saying? She wanted to jump straight into the hot shit, which I can understand. Of course you want to talk about the strippers. Of course you want to talk about the prostitutes. Of course you want to talk about the real, re- you know what I'm saying? We want to talk about the real reason why we here, nigga. So he wanted to play into the aspect that, you know, I'm just trying to really break down the whole story. You can't get all, okay. Okay, another thing with him was, like, she kept cutting him off. And she was. She was cutting him off. And then, like, she's a real petty person. She's a real petty person. So, yeah, she was cutting him off. But then there'd be times where she's like, okay, well, go ahead and talk then. Okay, go ahead. And every time he would say something, she literally was cutting him off. It's like, okay, even if you feel like the shit that he's saying is bullshit, even if you feel like he lying, go ahead and let him say everything that he want to say so he can get it out so then you can you know what i'm saying so you can respond but that's a that's another um 
thing that I have discussed on episodes before is that people don't listen to understand what a person is saying you're listening to respond you already got it made up in your mind what you want to say back to him you know what i'm saying let him talk if y'all really want to get through this you gotta let that nigga tell his side of the story um it was another part let me see um what else hold on because i took some notes so he was telling her that everything that she was saying was was contradicting because it's like you know, she kept saying, you only care about yourself and blah, 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 blah. But and saying, like, she ain't give a fuck about what he was saying. And he was trying to explain to her, like, that's the same thing as you. Like, you you only care about yourself because you're, you're telling me you don't even give a fuck about what I'm saying. Whether or not you feel that I'm lying or not or whatever, you won't even let me get my side of the story out. you like, it don't matter. It ain't what I want to hear. So you don't give a fuck about nothing but yourself either. You only want to hear, you know what I'm saying? We You only want to hear your side of the story. So... Like I said, I could see it from both sides. Um, I do believe that he was lying. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm really going deep into this today, but I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to paint y'all the picture. I do believe that he was lying. Um, and in a situation like that, so if you in an argument like this with somebody and you feel like they lying, they might be lying, or maybe they not. We don't fucking know for real. But my thing is. You can't argue a person down about, well, I feel like you lying. they like, well, I'm telling the truth. Okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree at this point. Because you saying you're not lying. I feel like you are lying. You're going to keep going <laughs> at it with the, with, with the stance that I'm not lying. I, and you know what I'm saying? What you going to do? Argue a person down and be like, oh, okay, I'm lying. And they re- whether or not they are, it, it's just not going to go nowhere. So at some point, you know what I'm saying? You just got to agree to disagree. Um the whole part about getting information but not saying from who um like if you go <laughs> i don't know she was saying with all the shit that she heard about him was true he was doing whatever x y and z cool but um if you want to come to the fight with some information nigga you got to be ready to say who the fuck said it you know what i'm saying because i ain't i ain't accepting no shit a nigga come to me like well so-and-so said this who said it Who's that? Oh, I can't tell. Well, don't even bring that shit up, fam. Don't even bring that shit. You gonna bring some shit to the table that you think you got on me, but you can't tell me who said it? It's not valid. Sorry. <laughs> you put that shit in the trash. Unless you gonna tell me who said it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm ready to go. I, I can stand behind all my shit. Who said it? What's up? You know what I'm saying? So, you can't say who. It's, it's not valid for me. Um... <sighs> Another thing was a lot of times she tried to come back after moments of cooling down and thinking about things and being able to walk away and, um, you know, apologizing like, well, I shouldn't have said that or I really didn't mean that. I only said that because I was hurt. And that's what I mean about me always being a person that can really analyze and really see when a person is operating from a place of pain like I'm I'm hurt my feelings is hurt this is why I'm acting out even when people do me dirty I can see like I understand why you did that so sometimes you're not gonna get an apology in life or whatever but if you are clairvoyant enough to see that like you know this person is hurt and that's why they're doing that you can understand so and that's not to say like you could just act out and just do whatever to me and then come back and be like well I was hurt whatever but I think it's important to really understand that um I did respect Ray J for being the bigger person for the majority of the thing it was like three episodes 
and anytime that they needed to take a break or do something or whatever you know he was like he just kept saying like he didn't want it to go too far let's just stop because you know I don't want to take it there she was being petty she was being petty saying little funny ass jokes like just talking shit and it's like if he did that to you your ass will probably be crying you know what I'm saying so it's just like it gets to a point where it's like let's just be respectful here or whatever um but also with that even with joking and aside from joking like I was just able to see that like and this is one of my favorite movies a thin line between love and hate one of my favorite movies that's a real ass like that's a real ass thing with shit being a thin line between love and hate love is a very tricky emotion because you know me personally and just how I operate in my relationships I feel like you're not gonna say certain shit to people you're not gonna do certain shit to a person because you know what I'm saying if you love somebody I just feel like you're not gonna hurt them especially not purposely I don't care how mad you are I'm not gonna throw low blows I ain't go you know what I'm saying it's just not in me to do that if you really love a person you're not gonna disrespect them period um but you know when when people is hurt they do crazy shit they say they say crazy shit um and another thing is that like people that are hurt they want to hurt people how they've been hurt so like if you made me feel bad I want to make you feel just as bad as me or I want to make you feel worse so that's how hurt people operate and um you know like I can understand why you would do something like that but what is that doing you know what I'm saying what is and and what is that really saying about you as a person like if you really truly love me you gonna do some shit to hurt me you know what I'm saying so like I just don't fuck with that um I was reading a couple articles about how, like, emotions are like water. And so, the article was saying, like, emotions are very similar to water. Y'all know that I'm a water sign. I'm a Pisces. I'm a super emotional person. So, um, I feel like I've always... Well, I don't want to say I've always went with the flow, but I try to go with the flow of things. So, you got to remember that emotions are like water. And water, literally, just goes with the flow the waves with it like the water just go with the flow and that's how you got to go with your emotions you can't try to stop your emotions you can't try to contain them a lot of people a lot of people that have been hurt in life try to mask their emotions they try to mask how they feel they try to hide their emotions they cover them up they don't want to deal and I've been that person before in a way I'm still but I'm not one of those people that's just like I try to walk around and be numb that's not what I do I do mask my emotions and I do but I deal with them by myself I deal with them in my own time when I'm in the comfort of my own home when I'm with myself I'm very sensitive and emotional but I deal with my shit I address my shit I acknowledge my shit I don't hide my emotions and be like oh them bitches not there that's what niggas do that's definitely what niggas do but you have to acknowledge your emotions and you got to process them um and you got to understand that the energy that comes with emotions they flow you know what i'm saying emotions aren't just stop they keep going this clock this clock is wrong but it's at 444 right now but um so your emotions flow you know what I'm, they don't just stop you're not just happy 100 percent of the time you're gonna be sad you're gonna be angry you're gonna be irritated you're gonna express gratitude you're gonna be thankful you're gonna be grateful you you know what i'm saying so emotions always are constantly changing so you have to go with the flow um 
another uh, a, a good quote or something that like I have seen that's very very important um, to remember is that you can't see your reflection in boiling water. So when you angry, when you into it with a nigga or whoever, or you got a problem, like you're furious. That's why it's not good to react in those moments or at that time. Because you're going to make a stupid-ass decision. You're going to do something crazy. You're going to say something crazy that you probably going to regret or want to take back. So when you boiling some motherfucking water on the stove and you looking into the pot, you can't see your reflection. Just like how you can't see the truth in a state of anger. You're not going to be able to say, see it because you're so upset. So when the water calms, that's when the clarity comes. You know what I'm saying? So you always have to operate from that place. Um, what else? Um, the article was just saying that all those different emotions blur your vision. Just like when the water's boiling, you can't see. So whatever it is that that hurt, that anger, that fear, that animosity, whatever those crazy emotions that you feel, you have to you have to calm down. You gotta you gotta step back. I'm not saying just oh the emotions don't mean shit. You gotta acknowledge them. You gotta you gotta understand like I'm feeling this way. You know what I'm saying? When you're happy as fuck, when something great happens to you, you ain't trying to mash that away you ain't trying to oh get the fuck on i don't want no happy feelings over you want to enjoy them but you you enjoy them bitches don't you you acknowledge your feelings in that moment so you have to do that for your other emotions you can't just be one side that's what i'm saying i see both sides i'll be trying to tell y'all niggas so um another thing that i had read on the internet it said meet your feelings where they are and cross the bit the cross the bridge to calm and truth together so like i said you just you got to be in that moment with your feelings and address it and you know until they flow into something else until they flow into another emotion um another thing from the interview at the maybe at the end she said like um i'm not supposed to be happy without my husband wrong wrong that was the wrong answer sweetie she said, I'm not supposed to be happy without my husband. And she was saying that she is. She said she, said she don't love him no more. She said she ain't want to be with him no more. And even I've seen a clip on the set, on the shade room not too long ago where they was asking, like, did she still want to be with him? And she still seemed very confused. So I'm pretty sure, like, a lot has changed since these episodes came out. But the thing about saying that she wasn't supposed to be happy with all him was wrong to me because another thing that I'm really that I preach very heavily is that you are supposed to be happy regardless. Happiness is something that comes from within. You can't look to outside sources. You can't depend on other people to make you happy. If a nigga mama die today, that nigga gonna be fucked up. He gonna be fucked not only for today, but for the rest of his life, he gonna be fucked up. You depending on a nigga to make you happy today and his mama died today, he can't make you happy. He's not happy. How is it going to work? Okay? So you got to understand that you have to make yourself happy. Somebody else is just in addition to your life. They just, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a plus. It's, a, it's cool that you're here, but I don't need you to be here. You ain't got to be here because I'm making myself happy. Um, I saw another article about uh, healthy actions before seeing red. So 
this is hard to explain because I feel like niggas gonna be like, well, what am I supposed to do in the moment when I'm angry as fuck? When I'm about to chop a nigga balls off? What am I supposed to do in the moment? I, these are probably not gonna be good for in the moment things, but just like when you are angry. So they said like raising your pulse. So when you mad, you already got all that adrenaline rushing, you mad as fuck, you probably hype, whatever. Um, exercise is something that's really important. So like running, swimming, yoga, anything that's gonna channel your energy physically is good movement is good as fuck that's why even aside from being angry i love being physically active now and working out all the time because that shit what do it release endorphins like that shit get you pumped and it just make you feel good you know what i'm saying after a workout you feel good you feel like you accomplished some shit if you was stressed about something it's a way to get that energy out in a positive way um writing out your feelings or getting getting creative period is a good way to express your anger or whatever you know what i'm saying if you mad as fuck niggas probably write some of their best dog if a bitch is heartbroken a keisha cole ass bitch a mary j blige ass bitch what you think the them bitches was getting it out creatively so writing drawing painting singing writing poetry dance dancing is a good way to like just once again being physical dancing is a good way to get y'all feelings out music period i ain't don't go i mean i don't know if you got to get through it and listen to some sad ass heartbreak ass songs then do you sis but like music period is just something to help you get through it breathing yoga meditation getting fucking help you crazy ass motherfucker whoever the fuck right now like nigga you know you need help you know you need help you know you ain't you know you ain't got all your marbles you know them bitches is spread across the floor. You need some help. You need to go to therapy. I can't wait till I can finally go to therapy and get a motherfucking therapist. Sleeping. Go take your ass a motherfucking nap. Regroup. Rejuvenate. Get yourself together. Wake up and, and feel a little bit better about some shit. Um, I was reading an article. They said something about a book called Emotional Agility by Susan David. I don't know. I looked at it on Amazon. I thought it was going to be something I wanted to get, but I'm like, eh, I'm straight, whatever. Also, I do have 5 million other books I still have not completed, so that's that. But it was something that said, I think it's from the book, it said, the attention you give your thoughts and feelings crowds your mind. There is no room to examine them. So you got to observe the observed you got to step outside of your body your higher self got to come down and talk to you so you can observe it um another thing a random thing that i just want to throw in there bitches gonna get back with they man so don't even be over invested okay y'all was talking so much shit about cardi b because she was on the ground with offset twerking on that nigga probably got some good ass he probably parked that big mac truck right in that little garage and i ain't gonna lie sis that's how it be that's my bitch like it's my birthday i'm fucking this nigga all right i've been there i already fucking know what it is but that's why you shouldn't be over investing in your friendship because if she gonna get back with that nigga she gonna get back with that nigga but also set some boundaries in your friendship then like bitch don't fucking call me no more you know what i'm saying sometimes it gets to that point where it's like i can't be the friend that that you keep telling this bullshit to because i don't want that's the thing i'm not taking on everybody energy i'm not taking on every i got my own motherfucking problem so bitch if you're gonna be with that nigga be with him i'm not trying to be over invested i ain't gonna be like oh my god she back with that nigga like well bitch you know what the fuck it was um this last thing i'm gonna say and i'm gonna get out of here um Nivea came on when I was texting notes about this today, uh, 25 Reasons. And in the song, she said, I had to catch my breath for a minute. Because so many emotions coming out in this song. 
That bitch said she had to catch her breath for a minute because there's so many emotions coming out in this song. That's how I be. That's how I be in them arguments. That's how I be in the moment. That's how I be in them relationships. I catch my breath for a minute because there's so many emotions coming out. But you have to be able to be a master of your mood. You have to be in control of your emotions. You know what I'm saying? People let that shit ruin their fucking life. You have to be able to take a... You got to understand that once you take control of your emotions and once you take control of your mind... You could do anything. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. You are the creator and the the facilitator of your life. You the one that... What cash y'all say? Don't shit move till I say something. Whatever fuck she said. Don't shit move till you say something. Period. In your life. You are the creator. You are the master. So, if if you let somebody else upset you. If you let somebody else get you mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not a master of your mood. Once you master your emotions, your mood your mind you could do anything that you want to do and that's what i'm about to show y'all niggas so just keep watching but that's all i got for y'all today i hope y'all enjoyed this episode make sure that you follow me on all platforms at podcast bay on real podcast bay on twitter subscribe to the podcast rate it five stars and review on my little black girl experience subscribe to the youtube channel as well like the videos comment hit the notification bell so that you never miss a motherfucking upload that's all i got for y'all i'm out